1: to simply be with Him.
0: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers.
1: Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hey, it's Jennifer here. It's going to be a great day on Simply for Women because we're right in the middle of series, part four of four of prayer changes everything. I really want to put into your heart and into your minds the power of prayer and how you're prayers are going to change everything for your life and for the lives of others. We've been talking about how to really foster that. We talked about getting a heart for prayer, finding a time and a place and a purpose. And then we talked about how we can pray biblical arrows. We can pray the Bible. We talked about praying for prodigals. We talked about praying for signs and wonders and miracles and healing. And God does all. God is so cool, isn't he? Like we can ask him for anything. And then Yesterday we talked about praying for the church, praying for the staff and the leaders and the pastors, and that's another way that you can pray. So today we're going to talk about praying in agreement, being focused. Oh, I could just go on and on, but why don't you listen in, and here we have a word. Um, Prayer Changes Everything, part four. Here we go. I think about all the prayers that Doyle and I have prayed for the church, and it has been beautiful to be on the receiving end of prayer this year for me, and I thank you for it. I have felt it. It's just been wonderful. And I I had someone, she said, you know, Jennifer, I in December, I woke in the middle of the night and said, I think I'm supposed to be praying for Jennifer. And she's like, that doesn't make sense to me because you didn't have surgery till February. I said, no, December was really hard (laughs) because I had to make a lot of quick decisions really fast. And so that, she's like, oh, it was the Lord. Yes, it was the Lord. But it's, it's, I, to be on the receiving end, and, and I know that you too will be on the receiving end when you pray for the church and the staff because they'll pray for you as well. So the next one, and I know you know this one, that's two or more in agreement. I think about Dr. Dobson and Shirley Dobson. So they would pray at nighttime, and they had a great couples devotional called night, night Light or something like that at bedtime. But imagine this. Two in agreement. That seems small. That, that may, like I said in the beginning, seem boring. Just a couple in agreement, in prayer at night, at bedtime. But look, she, she did the national day of prayer. So something small and a great huge result. And so you never know. It may seem small to you, but God may give you an opportunity. Your prayer may seem hidden. It may seem secret or small, but it could be changing a nation. You, w- the prayer is a funny thing. It's really powerful. And so don't ever feel that it's too small or too simple or just the two of you or I don't, you know, just me by myself because it's powerful. I think about the the Boom family, that was their group. Their family was their prayer group, you know. And look at, look at the difference that their family made. Maybe your family is your prayer group. You know, the Jacksons have a tradition, we stand in a circle by the door and we pray whenever we go to leave. And, you know, what is your family badge of prayer? What do people know? You know, how do they know that you pray? My grandma that I told you about, I don't think I ever, I can not remember hearing her pray out loud. But I have those early morning sneak in the room memories. But what's your family style? Like how are your kids, how are the people in your life going to know how you pray? So you, if you don't have two or more, you either need to join a group or start a group today, like right now like you you need a prayer group you need two or more and I don't know where you're gonna find it you even need to join it or start it but you can't wait because we need one another we need that agreement we need that prayer Matthew 18 19 again truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for it will be done for them by my father in heaven So begin, you know, I I think also maybe there's somebody in your life that you already know, you've known for a while, but you don't think about them as a prayer partner. But they are. And you just have to take the courage and take the step to say, hey, can we start praying together? Because that works. I have three or four friends that I just... I didn't think we were becoming prayer partners because we had never set out that we're prayer partners, but I'm noticing now that we're prayer partners. So we text prayers, we, we call for prayer, we, when we're together we pray, and it's very encouraging. So look around the relationships in your life and evaluate, do any of these have prayer in the relationship? And if they don't, would you be willing to be an initiator and say, hey, can we pray about that? Can, you don't... You don't have to make like a a formal plan. You don't have to make a calendar date. You just know in your heart and mind, I'm going to see if they're receptive, if they're open. Because a, a prayer partner may really develop out of that. But you have to be bold. You have to be bold in everything we do for the Lord. And intentional. So focused and detailed prayer. This is something, it's a way that you can have a prayer that changes everything. And I don't know what it is. It's on your heart of hearts that you need to give to the Lord in detail. When, when we arrived here, the children's ministry was tiny, teeny tiny. My two boys made it like start to almost double. I think, I think we, not really, but we probably have 15 kids. And I sat down one day and wrote out a detailed plan about what I wanted the children's ministry to look like at the church next door. And it had every kind of detail imaginable in there. And I would pray over that plan and pray over that plan. And I only had, we only had a few kids. We didn't even have enough kids to divide up the classes. But until you have written it down in detail, how can God know what's on your heart how can you know if you're aligning with god's heart for me i have to either write it down or have to tell somebody but i have to get specific like for example i wanted a farmhouse and i wanted it to have a front porch and a back porch and a view and a this and a that i have to be specific with the lord and then i have to say i give it back but that's kind of what i wanted You know, I did that with a husband. (laughs) I made such a detailed list of what I wanted in a husband. And then I told my mom my list. I I mean, I had it down to the blonde hair, the blue eyes. But I mean, I had everything I wanted. And and then I had Doyle at the top of the page. (laughs) And my mom said, Jennifer, you can't marry Doyle. She said, you don't understand. He's in seminary. He doesn't even live in our town anymore. You can't even drive a car yet. <laughs> you know? I had, she had all these reasons. And I had my list, my very detailed list of what I wanted. And my mom said, well, that's your list of what you want in a husband. And you keep that list. That's a really good list. It doesn't mean you're going to get Doyle, but it means you have a great list going. And I thought, hmm. <laughs> I'm praying. <laughs> I'm praying my list. <laughs> and God answered. God answered my prayer. And God, you think that's a small thing? That was not a small answer to prayer. That was a big one for me. And God will answer your prayer, but you have to give him the, you have to tell him what you want. Tell him all the details. I love the, the scripture in Habakkuk 2.2. 2. The Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. And then you've got to give it back to him. (laughs) You know, this is my dream. This is my idea. This is my plan for a church, for whatever it's for. And then you have to say, okay, but it's all yours, Lord. You know, you can change it. He then gets the freedom. It's kind of like, did you have, like, my high school English teacher, she would give me my, my paperback with red ink all over it, right? But you at least, you still had to turn in the paper. And then you make the corrections. That's what you have to do with the Lord. You tell him everything on your heart. To the last detail. Prayer is authoritative. Prayer is not just long and detailed. It's definitely not boring, but it's also, it's authoritative. In Jesus' name, there is a power that is available to you as his child. So in Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you so as you are going through life and you see something that's unnatural or out of order or illogical maybe it's maybe it is supernatural maybe it is evil maybe you are up against something that's pressing against you that's not right you have authority you can take authority in prayer, in Jesus' name. That's another way that you pray without ceasing. You just begin to say, in the name of Jesus, I bind that ugly thing that I see. Maybe you see an addiction. Maybe you see something that's wrong. You, you can take authority over that. I was, I was with my, uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, and I remember because we sat over here at Bob Evans, and I said, I will stand with you. I will stand with you. You may have somebody that needs your authoritative prayer in their life because they're in a battle and they can't stand for themselves. They're, they're in a, a physical battle. They're in a, an emotional battle. God doesn't design us to live depressed and discouraged and defeated and all of those things, but somebody may need your prayer To say, oh, oh, wait a minute, the enemy's having a heyday in your life, and we're just going to trample on that. And you pray over them. You pray for them. Yes, pray for them, the authoritative prayer. We've been talking about so many different ways that your prayers change everything. And it's so important that we pray and that we become women of prayer. That is our heartbeat. You are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. It's been a great day, and it's been a great week, really. We have one more this week on uh, prayers that change everything, so I hope you'll stay with us. And if you missed the previous episodes, I, I need you to do me a favor and go to Jennifer Jackson.org and get caught up, get caught up on this prayer series. So go to Jennifer-Jackson.org. And if you want the show notes, if you want more resources, just email me, let me know. And hey, the first five people that email me today, I'm going to send you my new book, Simply Joy simply joy hey we have so much going on don't we stay right here we've got a guest coming up in just a minute hang with me